This is episode number 618 of the Inner Fight Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast, folks. And no matter where you are in the world, thank you so much for tuning into this show. Yes, it's crazy times out there, and you guys have chosen to download the show and i really appreciate that hopefully in the next 45 minutes you'll get a break from what's going on and you'll get a lot of inspiration from my guest today some of you might already know my guest today the long time listeners of the podcast will remember mr mike ballard in podcast or from podcast should i say number 237 that's almost four years ago that i spoke to mike he was awesome then Today, the show that he gave us was absolutely epic as well. Mike's grown a lot. He's doing some awesome things, and I'm sure you guys are absolutely going to love it. Massive shout out to our show sponsors. As always, Smith Street Paleo. Please do hop over to smithstreetpaleo.com. All of food delivery, recipes, and just generally good food. Go and get involved. Drop them an email. Hello at smithstreetpaleo.com. They'd love to hear from you. Let's have it. Let's have today's show. Here he is, Mike Ballard. Welcome back to another episode of the show. And as I was saying, it is coming up to four years since I had this gentleman on the show, Mr. Mike Ballard. Welcome back, mate. Hey, thanks for having me. I really really appreciate it. Good to be here. Mate, I saw you. I want to give the show a little bit of context when we start. I actually, we caught up a few weeks ago down in Muscat where you were doing a triathlon. Yeah, yeah. So that was the uh, that was the half Ironman. Yeah. Um, I was part of Team Vikings, so we were just a uh, half Ironman uh, relay. So uh, we we just kind of got the guys together, and you know, everybody's kind of training, doing their own thing. Um, and so I'm a big fan of the swim. You know, one guy's a big fan of the run, another guy's a big fan of the cycle. So yeah. we just said, let's do it, get some kit, and uh, away we went. So yeah, I was in charge of the 2K swim, a kilometer out into the Indian Ocean, kilometer back, and. Uh, <laughs> Happy to make it back in one piece. It was, it was a big day. Yeah. And why that's important, folks, if you flick back to podcast 237, which is when I first spoke to Mike almost four years ago, in that show, we learned something quite interesting about you, mate. I want you to recap what we learned in that show and a little bit of your story as fast or slow as you want. Uh, uh, well, um, I think I think you're talking about my, my paralysis. Yep. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, in uh, spring of 2014, um, I was paralyzed in a uh, rugby match, uh, the West Asia Club Championship, playing for the Abu Dhabi Harlequins. Uh, made a tackle, perfect form tackle, if I say so myself. <laughs> it, was it was one of your best. It was, it was a good one. <laughs> you know, I put my ear on his hip. You know, grabbed his legs as he went by, and uh, the pile just collapsed on me. So I fractured my T12 L1 vertebrae. So L1, that's your lumbar. So your lumbar is the lower part of your back. So um, if you've got to break your back, that's a pretty good spot to do it in, you know, <laughs> because you lose function below the break. Yeah. So, um, so um, yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, and I've been in, in a chair ever since then. So it was 2014. And, um, you know, I enjoy swimming because – Swimming's a workout where I can get out of my chair right. and get get my joints to the range of motion. You know, a full, you know, get into some different body positions. And it's more of a it's more of a stretch than anything yeah. else for me. Yeah. So uh, yeah, yeah, ha- happy with the result. Um, up in uh, up in Muscat. Yeah. Uh, got the swim done. I think in forty two minutes. So incredible, mate. So yeah, I was I was happy with that. It was a good result. Mate, we'll jump a little bit more into that because I, I, I want to sort of. Mate, there's actually quite a lot I want to I want to chat about, but. 
obviously, when we spoke last time, we spoke about it as you got out of your car here today, which I think we spoke about in the previous show. You drive your own car. You're fully self-dependent. Actually, when I took you back to your car after the last show, I sort of offered to help, and you were like, no, 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 it's all good. And then just standing watching you get out of your car today, I'm like, I should really offer to help, but I know he's super independent. It's like, it's... And I asked you one question is... Because I thought I saw you use your legs in a different way. And I remember we spoke in that show that when you have an accident, your progress is super fast. And then due to the nerve endings and the way that the body recovers, it slows down a lot. What I want to ask, mate, is how have you improved over the last four years? Well, well. First off, I just want to talk about you know just getting in and out of the car, like yeah. like like that's something people are uncomfortable with because unless you've done it before or seen it before, you know you don't really know how to react. But like <laughs> you know, that's a puzzle that I put together and take apart ten times a day. Yeah. you know, every day. You know, so it's like so like for you, it, it's something that's you know completely foreign, and you you know you're intrigued and you want to help. But for yeah. me, you know, it's like look under control you know what i mean and so it's, so it's kind of the same you know for everybody but it, it just in terms of my progress um you know so so initially you know you have significant nerve damage to your my, my spinal column right and then so right out of the gates you have zero function right because everything's all swollen everything there's lots yeah. of pressure in the area you know there's uh you know, once once you have the surgery and everything gets back into the right spot, you know, over time the swelling goes down. Okay, yeah. so as that swelling goes down, yeah. you know, nerve function comes back at a pretty a pretty high rate, right? And so there's there's a lot of uh, you know optimism, yeah. you know, in those first in those first couple months, you know, and then um, you know you get to the six month, the year, you know, and, and things are still getting better and still getting better. Yeah. But once once you hit kind of the two year mark post injury, uh, basically the nerve function that you have that is pretty much where you're going to be at the right. nerve function will always get better right. you know it's it's one of those injuries where it's not a degenerative right. it's the opposite of that whatever yeah. that is <laughs> and uh Re- yeah, so like, yeah, yeah regenerative, regenerative, regenerative yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah yeah and so um my nerve function will always be getting better. Yeah. Just the rate of the nerve function getting better is slow. Right. And so, uh, you know, I am comfortable being in a wheelchair. Um, I will be in a wheelchair for the foreseeable future. Yep. Um, you know, unless there's some drastic change in technology. So I'm comfortable with it. Um, and so we're just kind of embracing that, that wheelchair life and uh, you know, seeing what we can get done, you know, from the chair. I want to now jump into some of the incredible stuff you have done and the progress you have made. I know it has been four years, mate, but you've really, I think when we were, you know, when we were chatting before, it was obviously, it was quite new and you were in that phase. It was two, less than two years from the accident and, you know, things would, would be getting better. But now, like you said there, you've, you've sort of passed the, that peak. Now you really, you're back into sport in a big way and that's why I opened with it with a triathlon down or that half Ironman down in doing the swim part ladies and gentlemen for like if you th- if you think mate you could have done I, I just saw you had your, your bike in, in the back of the car there like that could have been easy but no you do the swim tell her talk to us about some of the things that you've done over the last few years mate because you've done some incredible stuff well yeah so um, y- you know it kind of comes down to uh, you know what what sport fits my injury right right, right. because you know I'm, I'm a special education teacher so um you know i help people 
you know, with disabilities, you know, overcome those challenges. Like that's my yeah. job, right? That's what I've done since 2008. Um, and so the thing is like, you can do anything, okay? Like, they, like if I want to be a heavyweight boxer, you know, conceivably I could be a heavyweight boxer. Right. You know, like, but the amount of effort I would have to put in to be a heavyweight boxer yeah. would be a lot higher than if I were to do something, you know, that fits my injury a little bit better. Yeah. Right? So, um, so, like, I just kind of looked at, okay, what are some of the different activities I could do based on my injury? Right. right. And so – Which is a big – like – it sounds really obvious, mate, but that's such a big carryover into a lot of people's lives, right? Oh, yeah. Like, like, look at what situation you're in and what can I do? Well, and, and so that's something, uh, you know, we, we talk a lot about with, rug, with rugby is, you know, you play what's in front of you. You know, yeah. you, you, you have yeah. a plan. You have a plan, but if it's on, it's on, you know, and, and then go, go for it, you know. And so, um, so basically, basically what I looked at is like, okay, swimming – um, hand cycling, you know, powerlifting or like kayaking. Like those right. were, those were like the four big things I saw. Okay. Well I could conceivably be competitive in these things. Right. And you know, swimming, um, is something I enjoy doing, but, um, you know, I don't really have the long levers or levers yeah. to, you know, be competitive internationally. I, I don't think, right. um, um, you know, powerlifting, I think that's something out of the gates I could be very competitive in, but I looked at, okay, what's the end goal of a five-year program of lifting heavy? You know, do I want to look like a lumberjack? You know, what's that going to do for my range of motion and stuff? And, um, you know, I just don't really have the build for a hand cycle. Uh, Like, so hand cycling, it's essentially a cyclist, right? So if you think of the build of a cyclist, the arms on a cyclist, the legs on a cyclist, like that's just not the build that I have, you know, because you have to propel your body through space, you know? And so, um, you know, kind of what it came down to was was kayaking, you know, because, um, you know, I spent a lot of time on the water uh, being from Michigan with our our 10,000 lakes in Michigan and five great lakes. Wow. You know, so, uh, yeah, spent spent a lot of time on the water. Shout out to uh, the Great Lakes State. Yeah. Um, But, um, but the the big thing is, is I said, okay, if I'm going to go on, like, say, an eight-year program, you know, looking at the 2020 Olympics and 2024 Olympics, yep. if I'm going to go on an eight-year program, uh, an eight-year commitment, like, you know, would I want to be, you know, no disrespect to, you know, inner fight or, you know, a gym, would I want to be holed up in a gym, you yep. know, for two sessions a day for eight years, or would I want to be holed up on a beach, yeah. you know, out in the sun every day, you know, and so, yeah. like... So, um, you know, kayaking fit my injury. Um, it fit the lifestyle that I wanted to, what I wanted to, you know, live for, you know, an eight year cycle. And, um, you know, on top of that, um, I think it fits my body type pretty well too. Um, I'm, I'm probably, well, I'm I'm definitely heavier than I, (laughs) than I should be. (laughs) Um, but, um, you know, I'm probably on, you know, the, the bulkier side of, of, uh, you know the guys that are competitive internationally, and I'm trying trying to shrink down. But um, you know it, I'm in line with what a kayaker, what right. a sprint kayaker would look like. Right. I, th- I, th- I think so. Um, yeah, it kind of it kind of all just kind of converged on one thing, and um, yeah. So in that would have been 2017. Um, so 14 was injured, 16 returned to work. Um, 16, 17, physical therapy, just getting, getting back in the routine. And then yeah. seven, 17, I said, okay, 
I think we can make a run at this, so let's start getting fit. And right. then 17, 18, somewhere in there, we, we kind of said, all right, let's, let's do this full on. And uh, from there, that's, that's where we're at. So. <laughs> Mate, talk to us a little bit about the – because we, we work with one athlete who ha- is uh, ampute- amputated below, just below the knee on one of his legs. You don't have the use of, of both of your legs. How does the categorization work when you're looking at a sport? So, like, who are you up against in the sport of kayaking – like how does how well, does the well what the, are the rules? this is this is a tricky this is a tricky spot because you know every every injury every disability you know on on the planet Earth they have to split up into three categories right right so they have they have a point system essentially where um, they just go muscle by muscle basis and they say do you have function yes or no one point right. no point you know and so they go muscle by muscle starting from you know your core so like right. or I. You know, it, it, whatever it is, you know, I've got I've got full range of my above the belly button, essentially. So yep. they wouldn't assess any of that. But, um, you know, so they just go, you know, quads. Can you do this? You know, hips. Can you do this? You know, calves. And so you get down to my calves. You know, I have zero function in my calves. Yeah, so I would get I would get points for having function, you know, um, below the break. Right. But when, once you get down to, you know, kind of the knee area and yeah. then you know into my feet and all those muscles down there. You know, I would get zero points for those. Right? right. So I think the scale is on like a scale of 36. Right. So if you score 13 to 23, you're in the middle division. Right. You know? And I'm just making up those numbers off yeah, the top yeah, of my yeah, head. Yeah, yeah. But so I, I fall into the middle division. Right. And so your, your guy at your gym, he would fall into um, the division above me. Right. So because his assessment is simple. Like, I mean, he, yeah. he's a blow knee amputee. Yeah. So he gets zero points below the knee. And right. That's it. And that's you, it. Yeah. You know, whereas yeah. for me, it's a little trickier because I have all of those muscles. I have all of those joints. Everything's still attached. Just doesn't work. You know, right. so. so you almost get penalized in a way. Well, well, it's. That's just the way the scoring system is set up for this cycle. Um, yeah. In in the previous cycle, I may have been classified in the into the bottom division. Right. Um, but I, I I will be going up against guys who are um, who are amputees, and yeah. um, you know the you know it, it, big benefit you know being being a double amputee. You know, I mean, you, you, I I don't want to make it come across as that. No, but, no. But, but um, you know, be, being in a kayak and having. Um, you know, full function of your core, just from a balance and stability yeah. standpoint. Uh, you know, that's that's a big thing. So, um, no, no. So, I'm going to be going up against some guys who are, um, you know, have a little bit more function than I do. Yeah. But um, essentially, what it comes down to is, you know, you're out there racing yourself. You know, right. you know, you're you're racing the times that you've put up. Right. And uh, you know, I'm I'm not. You know, don't have uh, delusions of grandeur of coming home with a gold medal from Tokyo this time around. You know, right. you know, you know, Paris. You know, we'll see what we can do. We'll be more competitive four yeah. years from now. But, um, but um, you know, right now it's just I, I, I'm racing myself. You know, right. I, I'm going to get out there. I've got I've got a target that I want to hit. Um, I've got a target where you know I was at last year, yeah. and I was happy with that result. And so, um, you know, we'll get out there and we'll see. what just put up a number and see what happens. Is that how you keep yourself motivated, Mike? Is it all you against you? Um, well, you know, you, you can only do something like this 
with you know a community of people around you yeah. you know and so it, it's funny because i've got i've got different like i've got different whatsapp groups you know like i've got right. a what i've got a whatsapp group of the guys i paddle with you know and and they're they're very serious you know very high-end paddlers very high performance you know type of type of guys and then you know i've got a social media whatsapp group where you know what's what's the message we want to you know be sending what's you know yeah. kind of what we what what do we want to you know get out there in the next week or so you know and so that there's a little bit more fun chat in that group and then you know obviously you've got the rugby guys and you know the triathlon guys yeah, and so yeah. it's uh it's it's one of those things where everybody brings a little something different to yeah, it and yeah. uh you know people people are really on board with like wanting to see me be successful that's you nice. know and so that's uh you know it's uh hope i don't let them down you know you know what i mean it's, it's not like it's not like i would let them down but it's like it uh it's easy to uh it's easy to get up on a saturday morning for a swim when you yeah. know when you know there are going to be 30 other people out there swimming with right you, you know right, what i mean and, right. and that's so that's what we did today you know um today i was on swim safety so i was in the kayak but there were, but there were 30 35 people out swimming you know, and, you know, I'm just doing my sprint workout back and forth, you know, and so, so you're in what we're saying really is you're involved in, yes, you have a good bit of intrinsic motivation, but you're involved in some communities that are super supportive and you have, you essentially see yourself as, as a big part and a big role to serve them as well. Well, well, and that's, that's part of it. I mean, you've been out here for, you know, all your life. So yeah. you, you know how it gets when you're here as an expat, you know, you're, your friends and the, the clubs and the things that you're involved with that those become, you know, your life and your yeah. family and the things that, you know, you, you run to on the weekends and, you know, and things like that. So, uh, you know, being a, being a part of those things, it, it really, it really makes it makes things easy. And, uh, it keeps you accountable too, you know, yeah. you, you know, just because, uh, you know, there, there, are, there are people, there are people around to check in on you. So it's yeah, not, absolutely. That's it's helpful. not like, uh, it's not like the, uh, the 5 a.m. workouts that we've done in the past where it's, yeah. you know, just, just you and, yeah. you know, the, uh, the boat in the middle of the night kind of thing, you know, it, like we, we've kind of cooled it on those and, yeah. and uh, keeping it a lot more social. Talk to us about the training, mate. How does, how has your training looked? You when we were down in in, uh, in Muscat, you were telling me that like you had your bench press up to something ridiculous, like 135, 135. We can link the YouTube video. I will uh, do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but uh, but no, um, we we figured out we, we're, we're not going to bench press our way to Paralympic glory, <laughs> right? Like it comes down to like like your your skills and your abilities, you know, as a paddler as, right. as a boatsman as as a waterman you know yeah. and so um yes i was you know because it's it's a 200 meter sprint right so yeah. it's it's how much power and how much energy can you generate over the course of 45 to 50 seconds right you know and so so initially i thought well i'll just get as strong as i can right and i'll just spend all this time in the weight room so yeah 2018 when i was starting out you know i would hit the gym and you know i would lift heavy and then i'd be out of commission for 36 to 48 hours right and so really? you know and so like and then so you have a big heavy session in the gym where you're yeah. doing you know sets of three you know five sets of three yeah you know that's great for getting strong but you're not going to be able to paddle, you know, cause you're not going to be able to move your arms for 48 hours, you know? And so, uh, 
So what we've done now is just just more sensible, more more sustainable, right? Like yeah. the goal is to be a paddler, so spend time paddling, right? Right. Like if um, I'm trying to find a link, keep talking, so mate. I'm trying yeah. to find a link Mike, to your Mike YouTube. Mike Ballard, Paralympic hopeful. Mike Ballard, here we go. Yeah. yeah um, so you need to be more specific. So so um, so no no so in so for my strengthening thing, right? So if you think of the two k swim that we did, right? Yeah. So I, I love open water swimming because I get out out of my chair. I get a different range of motion going, and um, you know, but. That's a strengthening exercise in itself, right? Yeah. So anybody could go out and do a two-kilometer no-leg swim, right? It's just yeah. like it's just 100% upper body, and you're dragging half your body weight, yeah. you know? And so that's my only option for my swim. But inherently, that's a strengthening exercise, right? Because yeah, right. it's not like my legs are even floating. They're even sinking and dragging a little bit. So, yeah. so um, you know, we just posted a video um, a couple weeks back of – my first time on the bench press since, you know, in eight months, something yeah, like that. that yeah. And, um, you know, I was still able to rep, rep out 120, um, kilograms three times, wow. you know, but that's, but that was 100% from, you know, swimming and kayaking, like swimming and kayaking are inherently yeah. like strengthening exercises. So what we're trying to do is yes, still be in the gym, yeah. you know, be in the gym twice a week. Yep. Um, high rep, high intensity, um, you know, exercises to help me shrink, you yeah. know, not to help me hulk out and, um, you know, spend as much time on the water as is sensible. Yeah. And, um, you know, spend as much time in the water as I want, basically, because right. that's that, that's good for me. Um, it's good for my, my skin care, you know, to be out of my chair and to be, yeah. I mean, it's good for my joints. So, yeah, right. uh, when in doubt, swim, um, uh, paddle when you, when you can, and then try and get in the gym. When, before your accident, what, obviously you're a rugby player, but what were you, because we're talking now about an event that's 20 seconds long. It's a sprint. You're, you're the, you're the Usain Bolt of your sport mm. what was your not me but, but you say you saying's in the comp yeah, yeah. Usain's, you want to yeah. be you, you're on his tail yeah. what was your sort of you're, you're quite a decent sized chunk what was your strength before were you were you fast were you you know um so so before i uh, i was i played rugby at 103 to 105 kgs i was i was, right. I, was a, I was a i was a loose head prop right so i i, I was a big unit yeah. Um, but, um, you know, I was, I was kind of a mobile, mobile prop. Yeah. And so I, I still have a similar build to what I did before. Um, but it's, uh, you know, I'm obviously, you know, we, we were just joking about this. We pulled up a, a picture from rugby and, you know, my legs have become the size that my arms used to be. And my yeah. arms are the size my legs used to be, <laughs> you know, because Brilliant. so like, it, it's one of those things where, you know, I've only been injured for five years, you yeah, know, so like yeah. my body has been in kind of a constant state of flux, a state of change yes. over those last five years. And so, you know, I, I was just thinking about this on the ride up, like what's my body going to be like at 2024, like four years from now, you know, like, you know, what, what am I going to, where am I going to be at then? You know? Yeah. And so, um, so yeah, so I, I played rugby at about, uh, 103, 105 kgs. Right. Um, Right now, I just weighed myself last week, and I was 93 
Right. And my boat is only rated for 95 kg human beings. So, like, so like, like we're, the limits, we're, right? we're pushing it. We're pushing it. So uh, hopefully, hopefully we don't sink, you know. Yeah. But, but no, uh, I, I, I am I am on a uh, a sensible weight loss program, more, right. more of a uh, more of a, a diet uh, than anything, you know. And, uh, you know, we're, we're trending downwards on that front. And uh, what's the goal weight then? If you look at it weight wise, you know. If I'm 93 kgs right now, yeah, um, I genuinely think I could be 80, 80 kgs yeah. without losing much strength at all. Like, yeah. like I, yeah. I, if I, if I were to do it sensibly over, you know, a six month, you know, eight month period, yeah. like, you know, the period from now to Tokyo, say, yeah. like, like if I were to be 80 kgs in September yeah. and earn, earn a spot to the Tokyo, um, you know, Paralympics. Yeah. I think 80 kgs would be, That'd so be that's, it. that's down 13 kgs. It's a big number. It's a big number. But yeah. at the same time, you know, over an eight month period, yeah. you know, um, I think I could do it in a way that, I wouldn't lose a lot of strength because I, right. I mean that's what it comes down to. You don't yeah. want to, you don't want to just what's the offset basically? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. but losing weight that that would be the most impactful thing on my performance. Yeah. is losing weight. Yeah, you know, yeah. so it, it's a priority. It's a priority. How do you eat then? What is do you, do you follow a particular way of eating? So this is this has been a, a game changer actually. So I've got a uh, I've got a, uh, a housekeeper who comes right. who comes twice a week just for you know a couple hours a day kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, so she puts in like four hours a week at our place, and she was always asking me like to do extras. She always wants more stuff, and yeah. so I was like. I was like, do you want to, how about you cook my meals for me? You know? And really? so she, she does my meal preps for me. So like right. I just buy, you know, chicken, veg, you know, yeah. whatever, whatever, whatever. And she cooks, she loves it. So, really? um, so yeah, I come out, I come home, I got everything portioned out. So That's I'm cool. full on, I'm full on meathead status with my meal prep. Right. But you know, it's done by, by Evelyn, you know, right. and Evelyn is, is crushing it. So it's, it's, it's a win for everybody around because she, yeah. uh, you know, she gets some extra time, you know, and, yeah. uh, you know, I get, I get a feed and, uh, was cooking so. something that was post accident was cooking something that was challenging for you, mate, just in the way I'm, I'm sorry, I'm quite straightforward, but visualizing you're in a chair and most kitchens are, they're not high, but no, it, the kitchen is probably the least accessible place. In yeah, the house, you know. Yeah. And so, so like, I don't cook. Like, right. Like, like, just because of the accessibility. Like, yeah. Like, not so. Uh, first off, it's dangerous, right? Yeah. Because with skincare, right, I can't feel what's happening below my belly button, right? Right. So, like, if my knee is on a hot stove. You know, I'll burn it to the bone before I notice it. And we've, we've been there. We've been in the hospital multiple times and Holy stuff shit. like that. You know, and so I don't barbecue. I don't cook. Yeah. You know, like if, I, if I'm cooking, I'm boiling two dozen eggs and yeah. dumping it out. And then just like two dozen eggs ready to go. So um, wow. so my, my diet, especially, especially kind of that first, you know, 2018 meathead yes. phase – it was just like hard-boiled eggs, protein, oatmeal, you really? know, just like, you know, very unhealthy, you yeah. know, like unhealthy, not well-rounded, you know. So like – and that was strictly because the response effort is that high, right, yeah. in, in some behavioral terms, right? It, it cost me a lot of energy, a lot of effort to 
cook meals and clean up after myself. Yeah. You know, um, I mean, you can try it. Like, try try cooking a meal sitting in a chair. So that's you, what you I'm know, visualizing like, now, yeah. mate. It's like, it's like, all good at this table because it's a desk. Yeah. But, like... The, I mean, try washing dishes when the dishes are at eye level. You know, yeah. you know what I mean? It's yeah. So like, wow. So, like, that's why Evelyn... Shout out to Evelyn Ariza. Shout out to Evelyn. Yeah, yeah she's, uh, she's been crushing it. And uh, that's been a game changer. And that's something we've only been doing for the last couple months. So, wow. that's why I'm really... Uh, optimistic about my weight loss uh, probabilities. Yeah, you know, right. because you know we've only been on this program for you know two months, and yeah, you know if I were to go the calorie counting route and the My Fitness app and yeah, all that yeah, stuff, yeah, you know, conceivably I could just punch everything in right out of the gates and then yeah, yeah. you know be be set to go. But um, so we're gonna see where we can get to with that, and uh, yeah, go from there. Do you do you find obviously, Matt? A lot of people reward themselves with food or food is a vice food is it's so many different things to different people what is it to you and do you sometimes do you find comfort in food because of your situation you know, this, is, is there a victim mindset with food like how does it go so if i'm if i'm ordering something N- yeah. nando's half chicken Really? Nando's have chicken hot. Okay, is, is, that's that's not even a cheat meal because that's not really. You know, yeah. That's but uh, but if I if I'm treating if I'm treating myself, yeah. Um, what I what I've gotten to is so there's a waitrose in my building. So okay, so three scoops of tabbouleh, one scoop of hummus, and then um, and then uh, beef biltong, right? Really? And so I use those as scoops to like scoop it out and have a little thing. No way. So that's. Uh, that that's probably my favorite meal if i'm if i'm out of uh food from evelyn really but um but no but like uh i'm i'm a big fan of i'm a big fan of um peanut m&ms like okay. like, like that's like now a, we're getting into some business yeah, yeah I'm, I'm a big fan of peanut m&ms yeah um i'm i'm trying to leave all that stuff behind but like uh you know but at, at the same time like like you know, before a workout, if I've got a big like sprint workout, yep. you know, I'll go in and I'll get like a big bag of jelly bellies, you okay. know, a big bag of Skittles, like yeah. just, to just, get, want just to get that sugar going, yeah. you know, yeah. you yeah. know. And so that's kind of a kick that I've been on recently. Like if, if with a sprint workout I'll get that stuff in. Yeah. Um, you know, I've I spent some time with a nutritionist um earlier yeah. on and so you know, after a big workout like so so today I had I was on the water with a kayak, had a sprint workout this morning, and yeah. we're gonna um, after the podcast we're gonna get a uh, uh, kind of a weight set in. Yeah. So um, you know I'm gonna be sore tomorrow, so I'm gonna yeah. get you know some pomegranates, some antioxidants, some, really? uh, so, some juices yeah. and things like that. So we I've gone down the meathead route before, you yeah. know, you know, yeah. like I've gone down like the the full on, you know the extreme i'm trying to be well-rounded yeah you know and it helps having waitrose right in my building yeah. because uh shout out to waitrose yeah <laughs> right. apparently get to like, deal with those guys but, but uh but no but like it, because um you know it, i can just go in and just make make choices on you know just fresh fruit yeah. you know and like all that stuff is right Works there well. where it's it's just as easy to get you know fresh fruit and fresh you know good stuff yes. as it is you know if i were to get trash, you know, in head of McDonald's next door, you know, how do you, how do you think you're, you're obviously training a lot more now? I know we're three or four years later than when we last spoke, but how does your body recover in its 
in in the state that you're in. Well, well, it's so that's part of it is. Uh, you know, I'm 35 at this yeah. point. You know, so like like being being with a spinal cord injury, you really have to be in tune to your body and listen to your body. You know, big time. And yeah. So, um, so like on um, Friday. So yesterday was just an unscheduled off day. Like um, I think it was Thursday. So yeah, it was Thursday morning. You know, I went and had a big swim. So. Um, there, there's a swim group that we go. So we did 750 um, to 750 meters across the channel and then 750 meters back. And, you know, I got, you know, when you commit to like an out and back, like yeah. you, you commit <laughs> to in. it, you know. <laughs> yeah. And so, but they, I mean, there were four of us and so it was, it was safe and everything. So we did the 750 there. And then I just told them, I was like, look, guys, my shoulders just aren't feeling right. Like I'm at risk for a cramp here. So like I'm just going to, you know take it easy backstroke you know whatever and so that was first thing in the morning so like it, it was all fine it went off well um i ended up not getting a cramp but you know it was just like all right whatever we had planned yeah cancel it we're yeah. stretching and uh you know we weren't able to get a massage booked in but you know like cancel it cancel whatever you had planned you know your body's not right so yeah. get it right and then you know, come so back yesterday. Come you back just had, had the day off and so, felt good this morning. They, well, that's it. That's it. Yep. So because I knew today was a big day with yeah. you know, a kayak and then a heavy lifting session. So yeah. it wasn't a scheduled off day, but it became an off day. So did you thinking back to when you're playing rugby, does your, your body must recover a lot differently now? Yeah. Well, because rugby, you you have to be ready like at a, at a certain time every yeah. week, you yeah. know, like, like every Monday you, yeah. you're, you're hitting the scrum machine every, yeah. every Wednesday you're having, you know, game prep. And then every yeah. Friday, you know, you're on, you know, yeah. so it's not so much about listening to your body. It's about minimizing whatever yeah. is going on. Right. Yeah. Uh, whereas now it's, you know, the goal is Paris 2024, right? right? So the goal is five years from now, like four and a half years from now. Yeah. So like, if I miss a Friday session where I was planning on being on the water twice, like it's okay. That's, that's, you know, yeah. like that's not the objective, you yeah. know? Yeah. So, uh, again, <laughs> this isn't me saying this, uh, you know, from not experience. Like we went down that route before, yeah. like, like we've, we've trained extremely hard yeah. and now we know, okay, it's not about how hard can you go? It's about, sensible adult yeah. decisions yeah right? yeah that's very Cause I, cause cool. i'm 35 you know yeah, if, I, yeah. if i were 18 yeah you know maybe you know i could yeah. smash out that 750 on the way back and you know have a protein it's shake super interesting fine, mate you know, yeah like, like the, the the time later as well and where we've kind of caught these two shows i mean it's crazy I, I really do hope people go over and listen to our first show 237 i'm going to put a link to it in the show notes we're, we're literally three and a half years later lots has gone on your mindset is is definitely a lot different no well, well like and it, it, it's the kind of change where you don't go through something like that unless you hit that threshold yes you, you know and, and so like yeah. so like uh, for example, so the, the workout video that you're, yeah. you're going to post that, yeah. I, this is the video that I sent to the USA Paralympic committee, Yes, you know, and actually USA weightlifting was like, yeah, come on come out to Colorado. Like really? we'll get you in. And, yeah, I was like, and I was like, I was like, but I want to, I want to kayak, man. I don't want to do it. But like, um, so, but in that, in that video, um, yeah. 
you know, I literally worked myself into the hospital, right? Like I had, I, I worked and worked and worked, ended up with a massive infection and ended yeah. up three days in the hospital in the middle of that video. Right. And oh. so, so that's one of those things where it's like, yes, you can go two a days for an extended period of time. Yes, you can do that. But at the same time, eventually your body's just going to say, Enough. No, that's enough. You yeah. know, and, and so like that workout video is where we hit that. Yeah. And that was the start of, okay, it's not about how much you can bench. It's not about yeah. how many hours you can put in. It's yeah. about being sensible. Yeah. So um, that that video is kind of a turning point. So yeah, no, it's very it's it's very cool because I I think, and obviously you've been living with with what you've got for the last six years. You. The learnings that people can take out of what we've been talking about for the last sort of thirty odd minutes is is incredible, mate. You say everything quite almost lightheartedly, you know, but people are having these wars, but you've got this almost incredible mindset around it that okay, it's not going too well. And that probably is things that you've learned from your journey. We hit the wall, man. We yeah. hit the wall. We like like it's not like yeah. like, like my friends and family will know like you know like look we've been in it we've been through it like like it's uh you know we're we're fortunate to have have come through and uh you know it looks like we're gonna be you know okay you yeah know? so <laughs> like so like um but at the same time you know it's it's important to learn from that stuff too. You know, you know, like you don't, you don't want to go through that every, yeah. every, every, uh, you know, every time you hit the gym or every time yeah. you, you go to work or, you yeah. know, every time you, you know, wh- whatever, you know? Yeah. So. Very, very cool, mate. Mate, on, on to sort of out of the sports and mate, incredible goals for the Olympics 2024. We'll definitely not leave it sort of three and a half years before, before we speak again, we I'm quite keen to get you back on in sort of a year and, and really kind of document this journey because you are, you are a friend of our community. You're, you're local within the country. And I think it's, you just speak awesomely about it, but outside of sport, mate, tell us about how life maybe over the last few years has progressed. Well, well, so I'm, I'm a special education teacher. So I work with, I work with kids with autism. Um, and, um, so in 2016, when I came back, I, uh, was fortunate enough to start up the vocational education department. So, um, you know, under the guidance of, you know, kind of the, the directors of our school, um, I was kind of given free reigns to basically start up a job training program for, uh, kids, for the kids at our school. And so that's been, if you've got to pick a way to spend your day, like that's, that's a pretty good one, you know, because, uh. You know, I've been I've been in the trenches with my job. I I, wor- I worked um, you know with kids with severe autism from 2008 to now, and so uh, you know. But in my current role, uh, I get to just reap the benefits of everybody else's work because you know I'm dealing with you know 15, 16 year old kids who are. Uh, you know, whatever problems they've had, they've they've kind of sorted them out and they're headed on the right the right track. Amazing. So, for you know, for our day, you know, we head out to Carrefour. You know, we do a big shop. You know, we head off to Starbucks. We treat ourselves to a thing, and that's working on those basic life skills. Like that's that's the objective. You right. Know? So, uh, no, I'm fortunate. I'm fortunate in my role, and uh, you know, we've been yeah, just grinding on that. Just grinding on that since 2016. Like. I want to sort of almost wrap up with a little bit what we started at the start, mate, which is how 
normal you're able to live, how you're able to get around. You're proud to tell me how your hand cycle was in the back whilst, you know, as I said, I was almost watching you struggle, get your, your chair out and knowing that I couldn't do anything about it or that you wouldn't want me to because you'd done it. How is you see those things as massively normal now what do you see as challenges in your life like you you hear people you know complaining about the weather and complaining about all sorts of different things i don't think i've ever once heard you complain in the times that we spent together but what do you see as challenges in your life (laughs) uh you know just in general like no matter what happens no matter how good you are in your chair like eventually multiple times a day you're gonna catch your front wheel on something and your entire wheelchair wheelchair will stop and like or you're gonna catch your you're gonna be going through a door frame and you're gonna you know smash your fingers in the door like like stuff like that it's just like come on man (laughs) like like, honestly like my my thumb is bleeding right now because from this morning right roll up the hill like it's like they, that stuff gets old, yeah. but um, no, the the biggest thing is like so. So my injury is at my belly button, essentially, yeah. right? Yeah. Like so, you lose function below the brakes. So like yeah. you don't have to be an anatomy you know guru to understand what that means. So like bowel and bladder, yeah. like I have to do all that stuff manually. And yeah. uh, but there, you know there are just some days where you just don't want to do that, you know and. Uh, so for me, it's the bowel and bladder, right? But yeah. that's the that's the stuff that really just gets old. But it's like, what are you going to do? <laughs> Nobody's going to do it for you, you know. Yeah. Uh, but then, uh, yeah, I need to get my I need to get my bathroom sorted out. Uh, so my uh, my shower isn't really super accessible. So it's right. it's uh, it's a bit dangerous transferring in and out. Don't don't tell my my physical therapist. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> No, so any, anything in the bathroom yeah. like like gets old. Yeah. Um and that's 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 the main big thing. Like Amazing. it's it's just the little stuff, you know? Yeah. Like like there's nothing you can do about you know getting your wheel caught or there's nothing you can do about a flat tire and there's nothing you can do about you know smashing your fingers in a door like yeah. like but that's the stuff where it's just like <laughs> yeah. I'm just yeah. There, there there's nothing you can do but like you just don't want to deal with that. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, because like for getting in and out of your car, you can come up with a plan, right? Yeah. I got a plan. I, I, I drive a minivan, you know, yeah. like, so I drive a minivan so I can get my chair in and out easily, you know, yeah. like, like that's easy, you know, like, like, you know, li- living in my apartment where, you know, I have a lift to take me up and down, yeah. you know, so I don't have to deal with a ramp. That's easy. Yeah. That's like basic adaptations and modifications but like you can't it's not much you can do about bowel and bladder you know how do you get through it then mate what's your like this is a little bit i think selfish for the listeners but how do you in those situations where you're like yeah just you know i've got another flat or i've just hit my wheel or yeah that my admin in my bathroom is a nightmare how do you stay so positive and how do you just keep making things happen well Here's the thing, right? Like, so I, I'm, a, I'm a behavior analyst, right? So, like, that's how we how we uh, handle, you know, autism and like yes. what's what's the intervention and like what's the outcome, right? And so, like, I could whinge about you know my bathroom and my bowel routine, yeah. which which I'm doing right now because yes, yeah. well, I but, asked, but, yeah, like, but like, <laughs> but like, let's say let's say I posted 
on Facebook. Oh, I really don't want to do this bowel and bladder routine. You know, it would probably get hundreds of, you know, likes and like hundreds of, you know, oh, you can do it. Keep going, man. But like that is the last outcome I would want, you know, is like extra attention or like, and it's not going to change the situation at all. Like nothing I say about it, nothing I complain about will change the situation, you know? So if I can just keep my head down, pretend like it's not happening or like in the public's eye, you know, like my, my coworkers, my roommates, you know, my friends, if you know, they don't know what's happening. Like everybody will just carry on like it's not happening. And, uh, we, you know, we won't have to, we'll only have to deal with it. You know, we'll only have to, you know, go pee once every four hours and, yeah. you know, go number two once every day, uh, once every day, you know, yeah. when I get up. So yeah. like, you know, it's just one, it's just one of those things where, man, you just get, you just get accustomed to it. Yeah. <laughs> what, yeah. what, what are you going to do? Like it's, yeah. It's, I think it's good advice though, mate. And that's what I, I just wrote it down there. I think, you know, at some stage you have to just. You're almost like, right, nothing's going to change. You said that nothing will change the situation. It's what we're in. We'll just figure out how to continue doing it. And because we, we, we generally do. And that's why I kind of wanted to round up with this because I, I knew you'd have some good stuff to say. Like as humans, we complain a lot, you know, and we're, it's, it's sometimes it's somehow, and I, I'm sure you've got some insights into this. It's somehow easier to, 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 to have a, a negative outlook or to, to say bad things than it is to say good things. I don't know if that's just the way we're wired. Well, well, look, you get you get attention from it. You get like yeah. you get like you know the lots of things happen. Yeah. You know, when, when you complain, right? Yes. Like so, if you talk customer service, like yeah. if you complain, you get you get lots of nice things for it. Yeah. You know, like yeah. they, they give you free stuff. But um, yeah, so the branch of psychology that we deal with. Um, it's kind of like a cutting edge thing right now. It's kind of controversial. It's called acceptance and commitment therapy, right? Right. So this is your situation. Accept your situation. Yeah. Commit to a plan. And that's the therapy thing. And so that's something, um, you know, I've been doing a lot of reading on and I think that's kind of, uh, kind of encapsulates kind of the, my entire process of yeah. where I'm at, but acceptance and commitment therapy, Google it, you know, you get yourself on Amazon, get a book on it. It's, it's pretty be. good stuff. Awesome, mate. We've rambled on for about 45 minutes there. It's really cool to chat. And, and, and last time we chatted, I learned a lot this time we chatted. I've learned a lot more. I appreciate you having me. This is, this uh, is good. And like, yeah, four and a half years is, is too long to, to too leave long. this. So say, so, hey, uh, cheers for having me. And let's, uh, Let's let's throw some uh, let's throw some KGs around in there. Let's do it. Let's go, Mike Legend. Mm-hmm. Thanks a lot, buddy.